Alrighty, we're back for our last session here with Margaret and uh, I thought we might just seek some of her uh, experiences and wisdom that she might have picked up and gleaned through her lifetime to share perhaps with some of us who might be at a different stage of life. So here's some questions that I've kind of prepared for you, Margaret. What would you say to someone who is struggling to find joy in life and feeling really overwhelmed? Well, my first reaction would be, be still and know that I am God. That despite the difficulties, God is still there and loves you. That you just have to hang in there and trust him. Mm. And if that isn't enough, open your Bible to the Psalms and look at David, how he cried out in different phases of his life. And he read the Psalms, and that put his soul at rest. Mm, I like that. I'm, I'm reading a book at the moment called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. So it's mm. talking about getting rid of hurry in our lives, and I'm no. sure you've seen an increase in oh. the frantic nature and pace of life through your lifetime yeah. as well, how we kind of jam and cram more things into it, and yet um, being still yeah. is something we're not so great at, maybe. <laughs> No. Um, yeah, yeah, that's good. All right, what would you say to someone then who uh, says they've never got enough time in the day to get everything done? Well, we all have that feeling, especially in a family with children and people calling at all odd hours. We, we think we haven't. But then you have to stop and prioritise. What is really important? Is it more important to listen to the lady that called in to see you with her problem? Or is it more important to clean up the kitchen which is in a mess? Mm. Uh, the Dutch are very house proud, but you learn to give up on that <laughs> because it, it's got no eternal value mm, at all. Yeah. But to make time for people that need you and for friends. Yeah, I like that. All right, what would you say to someone who doesn't feel very close to God or feels like they can hear his voice clearly? Yes. There is one period in my life when things went very topsy-turvy in that period when Nick wasn't well. I really thought sometimes, yes, God, you have you forsaken me? Mm. But no, he never did. I kept just going to the Psalms and to the... Apostle Paul, to keep saying to myself, be content with what you have. It is not the have-nots. Mm. God has given you peace of mind, and that is what I kept asking for in those despondent moments, that I would look to the Lord to give me peace, to take away that anxiety, mm. because I had become terribly anxious uh, not to the outside world probably, but I knew inside of me I was struggling. But then to be at peace with God. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's good. What would you say to someone who's actually very capable and does very well in life but finds fulfilment in their success and their accomplishments? Well, honestly, I always envied very capable people. <laughs> They looked to have it all together. <laughs> they seemed to be coping with everything. Well, we were struggling financially with, with too many doctors and, and tests and all that sort of thing. But then you do come to that realisation that's only the outside. Mm. And I learned from that period 
that God will supply all your needs. Mm-hmm. And then as long as you pay your bills, you trust... Now, first of all, you trust the Lord. You pay the necessary bills first, and you learn to quietly trust him, but also to rein in your own spending and desires. Mm. That... Um, that nice skirt or those nice socks, yes, they are nice, but do I really need them? No. Mm, yeah. So you've got to be learn to be very honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. What would you say to someone who is struggling to get along with perhaps their children or their siblings or their mother-in-law or whatever relationship it might be? So, yes, as a mother, at the end of your life or going towards it end, you continually pray for your children not only for wealth or progress, but for contentment, that they have peace with God, that they see God as their saviour, mm-hmm. that they will be going home to eternity mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. All right, here's some final things to wrap up. What would be your favourite book of the Bible? Is that hard, too hard to choose? Paul's letters, but I learned a lot last year going very slowly through the Old Testament and then how it struck me that all the journey of the Israelites from Genesis to Malachi was all they failed because of disobedience. So that became such a strong point that all the things that are matter in this world and happen because people are disobedient. We are disobedient and, and God will not tolerate disobedience. Mm. He has given us a mind with a choice and that choice has to be him because he is the one that created us to his glory. Mm. Yeah, he's so merciful too, isn't he? And he, he forgives us all coming. our sins, you know, and, and that is incredible because every day we fall short of his glory mm-hmm. and still the Lord demands mm. holy because mm. I am holy. Mm. And that's an amazing concept mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we can't live up to because mm-hmm. we're born in sin. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we try to hide behind mm-hmm. that excuse. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm a sinful person. Mm-hmm. But God has also given us a mind. Mm-hmm. I'm covered over with the robe of righteousness. Righteousness. My word. Yeah, that's right. All right, favourite hymn or song? If you could pick oh. one or two. Oh. <laughs> How great is our God. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there are so many. Mm. I had one that I chose at my wedding. I need thee every hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were quite amazed at it. But yes, I do need thee every hour, most gracious mm. Lord. So there are some of those wonderful old hymns that come back to me. And also another thing is there is this childhood prayer that I learned probably from the moment that I could talk. Mm. That is so amazing. Yeah. In, in Dutch it is, ik ga slapen, ik ben moe. I go to sleep and I am tired. I put my trust in you alone. Keep me safe. Bless mum and dad and my sisters and brothers. Help me to trust you. Mm. That sounds like the perfect place to stop, I reckon. <laughs> Thank you, Margaret. I'm... That's my childhood. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you agreed to come and share some of your story with us today mm. and um, it's been a real beautiful blessing to, to sit here and ask you questions and to hear more of 
mm. more of those stories. So thank, thank you for your time, but thank you, God, for your faithfulness in Margaret's mm. life because, you know, while it's extraordinary in some senses what she's been through or what you've been through, mm. I should say, you know, and the challenges and the difficulties, mm. but, um, you know... You're human, just like the rest of us. Yeah, and yeah God I'm is. Frail. Yeah, God is completely faithful and and wonderful. <clears throat> He's done in and through your life. So yeah. thank you so much for being with us, and um, thanks, folks, for listening. <laughs>